Stasis. Wait, wait, we need to address because there's going to, this will be cut out. And I love saying this more than anything else in the world. Guys, guys, no, no, guys, no, 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 guys, sorry about that. John had tech troubles in the middle of his little uh, intermission. But he's back now, so we're going to pick up where we left off. So as you were saying, John, the guy was ramming the features and benefits down your throat to try and close the sale, and you said, mate, shut up. I don't think I want to discuss it anymore. Hey, the tech troubles are fine. They're all behind you now. It's a safe space. Uh, Excuse me a minute. You are the CEO, aren't you? Everything is my fault. I will get on to fixing your internet immediately. (laughs) Yes, uh, I'm glad you admit that it was my internet beep, boop, beep, and not boop. me. It yeah, was. The anyway, so, on the way. So, why well, does that? It does that very occasionally. <laughs> it's great when it works, but we get occasional breaks in service for just a few seconds. That's all right. Contentious. Anyway, so I said to him, please, will you please, <laughs> please stop <laughs> selling me? This is about the free trial I'm already sold. And he said, okay. Well, let me just show you this then. So he then brings up his, <laughs> his fucking... Another page. Another offence. Yellow card. Yeah, exactly. He's just not listening. Another another page of his presentation. And he's got some embedded spreadsheets in it. And I'd already told him earlier in the call what my conversion rate was and what our sale price is. And he says, so, you know, your conversion rate, even if it drops to a third or a half and, you know, one extra sale per month is this ROI. And if you get two, it's this. And, you know, he's he's all correct. But again, he should have known that I would know what, that means because, and I'd already done it myself because that's my business to be in. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not your average person who's dabbling in sales and doesn't really have a clue. I'm a fucking professional. That's why I'm talking to him because I know that I can get a massive ROI. You know, so anyway, so eventually we kind of finished the call. We, we take it away, and this was on the Tuesday. By the and then getting set up, it was very slow. The login was horrendously slow in the sign-up. Anyway, I got in. Started playing with it on the Wednesday. And by the Thursday, it became apparent that um, what, there wasn't enough data. So I emailed him. And Well, first, I, I moved the, the next call we got from the Friday to the Tuesday. And then I emailed him on the Friday and says, it's not enough. 100 records isn't enough. So in the free trial, and, to be clear. In the free trial. This is the free trial. So... <clears throat> We went through that 500 records and it, it took some time to download them um, do some proper sorting. And well, I wouldn't say there were glitches with the, the platform, but it's, we had to do some, I had to do some manual stuff on it. So by that time, it became apparent that we weren't going to get it properly sorted out by the time the free trial had ended. So I said to him, I cancelled the, the Tuesday call and said, uh, you know, at the moment we're not going to go ahead because we, it's, we just don't, well, first of all, it's not really suitable at the moment. You know, we can't determine, we can't make an informed decision. So, so there were other factors as well, such as there were. we discovered a rather long contract length that we were a little bit uncomfortable with. Um, and I just want to be clear, the reason we were uncomfortable with this was nothing to do with the price or even the contract length itself. It's we didn't feel like we had enough information and hadn't worked enough data to make an informed choice about a rather lengthy contract for you know in the grand scheme of things not a not not a lot of money but we're talking you know a fair chunk of change if it was to all go tits up yeah 
it would be a long two years would be a long time to sit looking at a platform that wasn't working for you. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, so I told him this, and he came back, and he said, "What made you change your mind about this platform working for you?" Well, the thing is, I went back and said it was always an evaluation, so I'm curious. Why do you think I'm changing my mind? No. And that first question, or that first assumption, was was probably enough. But then he came back and he insulted me. And then it got it got worse after that. But he came back and he said, "I'll read it out." He said, "I would assume you found a cheaper alternative." A ding cheaper ding ding. Red card. Get off the pitch. Assumption. And then, however, I am not a mind reader. Yeah, I mean, he's insulting me. He's basically getting defensive. And this is this is his ego. Yeah, yeah. He's then making this about me, yeah. as in I've got a failing somewhere in my 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 process, my personality, my character. He's he's trying to get me to defend my decision not to go with his platform. Yeah, big fucking no no. He's. I mean, it's bad enough with anyone, but especially someone who actually knows how to sell. That's a real stupid thing to do. Well, you should never get argumentative, not like that. And even worse, why is he making assumptions? He could have easily have just said, you know, I don't know. Why don't you tell me? Well, yeah. Yeah. So well, we'll get back onto this in a minute about these assumptions. Okay. Go on. So I said to him, all this after that, I said, do you not think it would be reckless of me to commit to a two year, yeah. several tens of thousand dollar contract on the strength of a 10 day trial of 500 records? That's the first time I'm telling you what the problem is properly. Because I want him to, I want him to ask me. This is why I was being a bit of a dick. Because I wanted him to ask me just a simple question, which I will come to at the end. Okay? But I, I'm basically telling him without telling him what the problem is. So he then says, can we use our time tomorrow some time to discuss? So this was on the Thursday. And he says, I recall discussing this package. It was a one-year term. Well, that's not what he told me. It's not what the, the, the leaflet he sent said. So we got a difference of opinion here in between two parts of the business. Then he says, you know, 2,000 companies in the UK using this platform at these prices are above. 851 of them have got more, have got under, uh, fewer than 20 employees. I've attached two case studies of UK customer testimonials. We spoke about you landing two to three additional meetings per month at a minimum 18,000 sales, et cetera, 75% close rate. So he's now telling me, oh, ignore what you're saying. I'm going to try and baffle you with, with, with statistics and tell you that these guys are doing it, so you should listen to them and ignore your own feelings or your own thoughts. Yeah. And then, then at the end of the afternoon, all that, they're telling me basically I'm stupid. Then he insults me again and says, is there a lack of faith in the back-end efforts? Calling, emailing. It takes to hit these numbers. Where do you believe you will fall short? <laughs> I mean... He's not a way to get my cooperation. I would give you the answer. No. It's astonishingly bad. So I said to that, I cancelled tomorrow's call. There's nothing to discuss at the moment. I'll tell him a second time what the problem is. You want me to commit to a, a two-year, multi-tens-of-thousand-dollar contract on the basis of a 10-day trial, 500 unproven records. How am I supposed to do that? And then he come back and said, you mentioned your cold caller making $200 a day. You could have 2,000 people called. Um, should have made that process easier, more efficient, calling owners of small companies, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the thing is, you, 
I had 500 exports. To get the remaining 1,500 records, if we wanted to dial them, would have required at least two or three clicks per record. 1,500, that was, what, 4,500 clicks. 4,500 copies and pastes into a spreadsheet, and then they'd required upload into um, close for the calling. It would have taken days days and days to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? So I said, the third time I telling without telling him without telling him what the problem was, we, I said, I'm curious. I'm repeating myself. How do 500 credits allow us to export 2,000 records into our dialing software? He didn't reply to that. He just ghosted me. Now, like I say, I was being a bit of a dick deliberately. Right? But I told him three times without telling him what the problem was. If he'd have been a competent salesman, or maybe he is a competent salesman, he was just having a bad day and I rubbed him up the wrong way. Always possible. You know, no one died, no harm, no foul. But all he had to do, and what I wanted him to do, and what I would have, anyone who I've taught would do, is ask a simple question. Something like, okay, no, John, okay, I get it. Uh, you're not wanna, you don't want to go ahead. Um, could you tell me what's changed? Because you, you seem quite keen. What do I need to do to leave you feeling comfortable enough to go ahead? Mm. Um, I can't promise I can do that because it might be something that you know I'm not allowed to do, or it's beyond the scope of what we we can do. But do you tell me what do you what do I need to do for you to feel comfortable investing in a in a two year contract of that magnitude? What 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 I need to do? That's all he would needed to do. And I said, look, I, I want a 28 day trial. 5,000 records, and, and we're prepared to pay pro rata for those records, but we're not committing to two years. That's all it would have required. And they might say no. And they'd be entitled but to. As it is, yeah, absolutely. But what a sh- what an awful, awful salesman. Yep. Now, there are three reasons this might have happened. Go on. The first is, no, I was going to anyway. The first is, he was just having a bad day, as I say. Maybe he's, he woke up with a headache. Maybe his wife wouldn't shag him or something. Maybe he had a hangover. Maybe, Maybe he hasn't closed he a deal in a while. Like, Maybe he's not closed a deal, yeah. I'm sure it happens to us all. But he allowed his ego to get in the way. And if he's a salesman, and he's certainly not self-employed, if he's a salesman and he is employed, like I say, he's not self-employed. If he's a salesman and he's employed, he, he should be doing his job not allowing his emotions to interfere with this wob. That's the first thing. But maybe it wasn't just an off day. Maybe it's a systemic problem. Maybe they've been taught the right way to sell, but nobody's enforcing it. Nobody's monitoring it. So they're, they're just kind of winging. Now, I actually engaged with the CEO of this company. It's a billion-dollar company. And he was posting on LinkedIn. Obviously, managing his LinkedIn account. So I email, I, I DM'd him. In response to a post he'd said where they'd fix some problem. Hey, we listen to our customers. So I said, say you listen to your customers. Do you want some equally scathing feedback about your sales process? I didn't name the guy. All right, but one I'm not going to either. And he said he did. And I said to him, you know, have you got a company-wide sales system here? Is it, do these guys wing it? He said, oh, it's company-wide. Well, okay. Either it's a crap sales system or you're not enforcing it. So anyway, so that's the second reason. It's a systemic problem. They've they've got the right program, they've got the right way to sell, but they've not they're not enforcing it. They're not monitoring. Or the third thing, and vastly the most likely, overwhelmingly, because I see it with multi billion dollar companies and one man bands, their sales system itself is crap. 
and indeed they're also probably not monitoring managing either okay i would i would put a lot of money on it being it's a problem with their original training and there's no follow-up there's no monitoring and nothing they've probably got measurement but that's not the same as monitoring very different very 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 different so this morning i recorded a video and sent it to this guy and said because he, he didn't reply to my question so i said dude there are three reasons that this might have failed and if it's the first two can't help you but the last one probably worth the conversation be interesting to see if he comes back he's, he's this sales guy that was dismissive assumptive and argumentative irritated irritated <laughs> They're kind of the three cardinal sins he's committed there. Three things that no they all, salesman they, should be. They all boil down to one thing as well, don't they? Ego. Yeah. His ego. Mm-hmm. And the only way that would be... I'm, I'm making an assumption here myself, but I'm not in a sales scenario, so it's absolutely fine. But you obviously went off script. You went, fuck your train tracks. Yeah, we're marching to the sound of my drum. And he didn't know how to react because he hasn't had training on fundamental principles. Of absolutely, because if he had, all it would have taken is that question that you said. I get it. You don't want to move forward as it currently stands. So what do I need to do to make you comfortable in moving forward? That's all he would have needed to have said. Something along those lines that drills down exactly to what the problem is, rather than making the assumption that you're incompetent, making the assumption that you're a price buyer, making the assumption that um, your back-end systems aren't good enough, (laughs) all of which you never gave him any inkling towards. He's just going based off prior experience. And all all that ever does is insult the prospect. Yeah, because look at it this way. I mean, (laughs) we've got other irons in the fire, so I'm, I'm not... I'm not that bothered, but I would have liked to use the platform, but I wasn't willing to invest in it straight away. But look at it this way now. Because of his mishandling of that sale so far, he's not made a sale, and we've not got our problem solved. We're still both pissed off. Yeah. We're unhappy because we've not got our problem solved. Mm-hmm. We've, we've actually gone away and spent a little bit of money elsewhere already to try and solve this said problem. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a mere plaster to what is currently a gaping wound. We're trying to find a yeah. surgeon, and we're just finding I, I, dickheads. And we don't know how much we spend. I mean, we, we are prepared to invest tens of thousands of pounds in this with the right people. But equally, we're not price buyers, but we're not fucking stupid either. We're not just paying someone tens of thousands of pounds up front and then have two years to regret how life choices, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's silly. Very, very silly. <laughs> it makes me sad. <laughs> It is quite sad, but also it fills you with hope because we fix this problem. It does, and if, if you know, if anyone, if if this firm, let's let's use this firm as an example. It's a billion dollar company. They've got tens, hundreds of thousands of users, and thousands of employees. If this firm, if their salespeople had been trained by us, this would never have happened. It wouldn't happen to me. It wouldn't happen to anyone else. Yeah. Not if they were following us, our frameworks. It just wouldn't happen. Yes. They would never get into this situation. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have a short, bold, middle-aged, autistic hermit 
sending in videos saying you're ignoring me. If you keep ignoring me, I'm still going to hump your leg like an overcaffeinated Jack Russell till you tell me to stop. Because I will. I'm going to keep bugging him until he answers me. Because he's got a he's got a problem in his business, so I can help him fix it. And if I tell him to stop, I will. This is the difference Obviously. between a salesperson mm-hmm. and a sales professional, and an order taker. Yeah, it's. Uh, if you are only able to perform competently in ideal conditions when the prospect is saying exactly what you want them to say, you are not a salesperson. You are akin right. to a robot just repeating words that they have been programmed to say. This is why it's yeah, so it's- important to study sales, no matter if you are a full-time salesperson or if you sell fucking garden renovations. Yeah. If you turn up to, 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 to a footballer's wife's household who just wants a dream garden that looks like what, uh, Love Island, for example, that she's seen on TV, and she's tell, trying to tell you about the water feature she wants over there and the, the, the barbecue area and a fire pit area, and then you say, yes, that's great, and then start talking about the, 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 the composition uh, of the different materials you're going to use and how absorbent they are. She's just going to glaze over and she goes, I don't give a shit about any of that. I just, I just want to know, can oh, I have this fire pit? Feature. Can I have the water feature? Can I have the barbecue pit? Yeah, And th- that's kind of what happened here. John turned up and he would have known this if he started the call with a simple question. You know, what are you trying to, what might... are you trying to uh, tell me about but... your business, what you're trying to do, and then we can focus the call on what's important but... to you. John would have then said, we've got this operation, we just need more fuel for the fire. We need X amount of leads and go from there. Instead, he just got his dick out and went, open your mouth, John. I mean, he, he did ask a few of those questions, to be fair, but probably 10, 15 minutes in, he started by vomiting on, vomiting all over me first, telling me he could solve a problem. Yeah. Only then did he ask what the problem was. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong way around, mate. Oh, that's fucking, that's backwards, isn't it? It is backwards, and it was it was very poorly done. Because mm-hmm. that, that's why I think he wasn't having a bad day necessarily. Yeah, because um, the flow was. And off. I don't blame him because if if his if his sales skills on the scratch, that's on his management, and ultimately it's on the CEO I'm talking to, and I will tell the CEO this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it stops here, buddy. If you're being trained to open your calls without actually knowing it, uh, uh, without having an accurate diagnosis of what the problem is and you go straight yeah, into screen sharing and showing off your platform and talking about features you're doing it wrong now I, I get and again I think this is this is a systemic problem that I would be, be hammering them to fix if we ever had a proper conversation with this about this I suspect the fact it's just a free trial makes them not take it terribly seriously. Yeah, they probably have hundreds of them. Yeah, and it may be, and I would love to, and I will ask this question if I get into a proper dialogue. What's your conversion rate? One, from call to free trial. I bet that's fucking really high. Yeah. But what's, your, what's the important, what's the conversion rate from free trial to two-year, multi-$10,000 subscription? What's that? I bet that's quite low. Yeah. And what they should be doing is setting that that conversion up very subtly at the beginning mm-hmm. before the free trial. Well, maybe not have a free trial at all. Maybe have the paid trial. But we, we've offered, we're going to offer them. Yeah. 
source out the wheat from the chaff. No. Who's serious about Just this? Just a thought. Because yeah. all, all serious people going to them, they'll have a very clear need that they need a mass amount of data. And if people aren't willing to pay to trial the data, you're probably well, dealing with schmuck. Imagine, imagine he started the conversation <laughs> asking me the problem. And, and, and I had the attitude of, you know, I'm not sure we can help you because it's in a, quite a small business. It's a big investment. Um, you aren't going to get much change. You know, if, if you decided to go ahead with us, it would be at least, you know, 50K over two years and stuff. But um, before we even do that, we've got to know if you're a fit. So what we do have is a 28-day a, a you know, 5K trial. It's probably a cost. You get 5,000 records, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you've got to get through that before we let you go on to the main subscription. That's probably a better way to sell it. That way, you know, people who won't pay 5K ain't going to pay 50K, for instance. Yeah. They're just not. Mm-hmm. Not going to um, happen. And would I have felt more comfortable going into a 28-day 5K trial uh, than a 10-day free trial on 500 records? Absolutely. I'd have been more than willing to do that. And mm-hmm. so would pretty much any serious buyer or yeah. serious business owner. But hey, that's, that's something they can test. But if you're sat here listening to this, say, oh, yeah. If, if you're sat here listening to this and you're recognising uh, the behaviour of this poor salesman within yourself, you've got a real issue. You've really got to fix it. Now, it's perfectly normal, and does happen to the best of us to get irritated with prospects who can be awkward, <laughs> such as John, or are slow <laughs> at decision making. We can all get a little bit rowdy. <laughs> But the difference between an order taker and a professional is knowing how to rein those emotions in and knowing exactly what to say next. If you are facing these issues within yourself and within your sales process, get yourself a copy of the fucking book. That's why we've written it. M82. Go to wellfedbusiness.com forward slash book. Cheapest chips. Uh, comes with most unbelievable free gift ever. You get access to the uh, the membership site, and by the time you are done and you put that book down, you will not face half as many issues as you were facing before. And in fact, I'm pretty confident in saying that ninety percent of your sales issues will be solved just by reading that book if they take action. Yes. With that caveat, yeah, yeah, you can't just read it, can you? No. no. You might feel good, but you won't sell any better. Yeah, there's no action through osmosis. Yeah. But anyway, that's that was the, the worst salesman. I mean, maybe I'm being unfair to him. He's not the worst in the world, but he's the worst I've spoken to in a long, long time. <laughs> and uh, he he's not alone. We've spoken to some large companies, uh, large CRM companies, large sales management companies recently oh, about utilizing Lord, their software. Yeah, <laughs> and that process was abhorrent and disgusting. And the key thing here, and it's it's a theme between John's experiences and my recent experiences, I think it's fair to say, and we haven't said this explicitly to one another, and I know I certainly felt this way, is not once did I feel like I was being truly listened to. Nope. Not once. Not Not once did I feel understood, like they they understood where I am and where I want to go. Not Mm -hmm. once. They just sat there. They listen to me speak for say thirty seconds, and they jump right. In. Yeah, we can fix that. Immediate, yeah, well, no, immediate to the screen it. sharing. Oh, we'll fix it using this, 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 and this. And 
it's an awful way of selling. If your customer, if your prospects, sorry, don't feel heard and understood, yeah, everything. Is, hammer and nail, isn't it? Yeah, if you've got a hammer, everything looks like a nail. If your prospects don't feel heard and understood, don't feel like they've truly been listened to and you're not hearing the words, yeah, that's right. You're doing it wrong. Get the copy of the book. Set it right. When I do a sales call, I reach a point what I call closure. And I want to be clear about this. I don't mean the kind of closure you have when you end a relationship. And I don't mean the kind of closure as in I'm closing the sale. What I mean is it's I'm I'm almost closing off the it's when they, they look at me or they and they say, just like you just said, and their whole body changes and their tonality changes, they say, Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's at that point the closure is you understand me. Mm-hmm. And it's almost them there's almost a conscious decision to wrap themselves up and put themselves in my hand because I will take care of them. Hard to explain. You know it when you see it. And you might have to train for a little while before you do. But that's the point when I say to them, well, seems like I can, uh, um, what you've told me, I'm fairly sure I can help. But you know, I don't want to waste your time if you're not interested in listening to, to me. I don't want to speak to a congregation. I don't want to preach to a congregation that's not interested in listening. What do you want me to do? And they'll say, just tell me how you can help me. Well, okay, you've just invited me to sell my shit to you. Yeah. And I don't start to sell anyone anything until they say that. And if they, no one ever has, not ever, not once, but if they ever said, oh, I just want to go away, okay, okay go away then. Mm-hmm. You will only reach that moment that John talks about, that moment of closure, well, when you've gone down every rabbit hole, you've defined the boundaries of the problem. You've gone inside out, upside down, and everything's understood. You only get to that point by asking questions and having a considered conversation about them and their problems and how it's impacting them. That's the only way you're going to get there. You are not going to get there with fancy slide decks, with demos, with screen sharing, with vomiting features all over their face. They will just feel uh, one of many. Okay, I've got a problem which I feel is very unique to me and you're showing me an out-of-the-box solution that works for everyone. Yeah, get fucked. No two gardens are the same. No two businesses are the same. That's what people feel like. You may know different. You may have seen this a hundred times before, but if you do not treat the prospect as if they are unique, special snowflake unicorn, they will not take any pleasure in dealing with you. And as John says, the only time you start bringing out drawings, CAD diagrams, fucking your software, your feature, your fancy slideshow, is once they say, yeah, that's right. You've listened to me and you've clearly defined Tell it. Tell me how you can help me. Exactly. And then you bring out the bells and whistles. Cool. It's a nice place what to leave it. Me? Yeah, I don't think we've got no, any more to say. Goldfedbusiness.com forward slash books. Get the book. And if you're really keen, email Holly. Holly at... Uh, no, Holly at wellfedbusiness.com. Whoopsie daisy. And on that note, go away, finger your cats, listen to your prospects and make more sales. See you later, shaggers. Bye, Leonard.